0: hey we are back we are back hello welcome back to part two of our conversation around needs getting our needs met knowing what they are knowing how to take care of ourselves I have been doing just that I have been taking care of myself because I've been recovering from just being sick back to back to back it's been a a wild transition period let's say in my personal life but It has been as smooth as could be because of the skills that I'm gonna talk to you about today and that I talked to you about in the last video so if you haven't watched part one go back and watch part one on needs where I talk about what our core needs are and definitely go and download the core needs wheel because it is taking all the guesswork out of it for you it is giving you the picture, the map of where your needs currently aren't being met in your life and getting you to start working on okay, how can I focus on getting this need met in a healthy way? So go to the links in my bio, in my description, download the Core Needs Wheel. It is going to help you so, so much and watch part one um, so that you understand what the needs are. And then today, we're going to talk about the four main obstacles that we face when our needs aren't getting met. But like the four main forms of resistance, the four main obstacles that prevent us from getting our needs met. Cuz our needs can't get met 100% of the time. Right? It's just not possible for our needs to get met 100% of the time. So, first things first, like let's shift the way that we see this, right? The way that we're talking about this conversation. When I'm talking about getting our needs met, I'm talking about understanding how to take care of ourselves, understanding what we need for our cup to be full, for us to be energized, for us to have the resources that we need internally to go out and live the experience, have the experiences we want to have um, externally. However, there are just certain things in life, I like to say life is lifing, right? where there are just certain things that will prevent us from getting these needs met, right? So the first obstacle to getting our needs met is other people. And you're gonna say, of course, it is other people. But I'm not talking about this in a blaming them or they didn't meet my needs. This is not about making other people responsible for meeting our needs. This is about recognizing that when we live in a community, when we exist in a community, there are times when We have more to give than somebody else. There are times when someone isn't capable of meeting our needs. They're not capable of reciprocating in that moment of connection, of meaning, of whatever it is. There are also times when somebody needs our help to get their own needs met. I'm thinking specifically children, elderly people. And so when we put the focus on them, sometimes we can go too far and end up focusing too much on them and not enough on our needs. And so just being mindful that sometimes other people can be kind of an impediment to our needs getting met. That's just one of the obstacles. And again, I'm reiterating, it's not a bad thing. It's not a fault thing. It's just part of being in a community with other humans. They have needs too. (laughs) And so understanding how to balance all of that. The second obstacle to getting our needs met is circumstances. And when I say circumstances, I mean like not just events or things that happen, but circumstances, like the situation in our lives, right? If we have a need for freedom, which we do, a need for autonomy and independence, we can't really express that in every circumstance, right? In school, in job, any kind of institution, we're kind of limited in in our expression of that. And that's just something that we kind of have to come to accept and come to terms with and recognize. So, recognizing that people and obstacles are two kind of people and circumstances, sorry, are two obstacles that can hinder us from getting our needs met, right? And it's completely out of our control. It's something that we have to just kind of acknowledge and be aware of. The third way, the third obstacle that our needs the third obstacle that prevent our needs from getting met is our behavior, our actions, our own behaviors, yes. And again, this is about awareness, it is not about fault, it is about accountability. So if I need connection, but I'm isolating from people, then that behavior is preventing me from getting my need for connection met, right? If I have a need for meaning, but I spend all my time scrolling on social media and distracting myself and not, you know, spending any time reflecting, going inward, not spending time being curious and creative then i'm my behavior is a hindrance to getting that need met right and it's so typical of us to kind of know that we're doing something we call it self-sabotage we're not you know doing the thing that we know we should be doing or our behavior is contrary to what we want and i have a whole post coming on self-sabotage because it's not what you think it is Uh, but it is good to be aware that, okay, this behavior isn't just self-sabotaging. This behavior is preventing me from getting my needs met. And so a decision needs to be made, right? Am I going to prioritize this behavior or am I going to prioritize my needs? And then the last obstacle to getting our needs met are our beliefs, our stories. And this is the biggest one. It's huge took me a really long time to acknowledge this and realize this, but my own perceptions that I hang on to fiercely, that all of us do, because our beliefs make us feel safe. They give us a, they, they anchor us in a way, right? They allow us to feel some sense of certainty. Okay, I know what this is. I've already decided. This is it. This is how I'm interpreting it. And the the reason it's an obstacle is because as we evolve, our reality changes, we change as people. The environments we're in changes. So if we are still carrying beliefs from an old environment, an old version of ourselves, like we are not going to be able to get our present day needs met, right? And it's not because, it could be because of people, it could be because of our behavior, it could be because of just circumstance, but it could also be us in our own minds, Preventing ourselves from getting our needs met because we're holding on to a reality that no longer exists. We haven't processed that. We haven't moved through that. We're still carrying those emotions from that past event and we haven't allowed ourselves to update, if you want to talk in system terms, but come to the present, come into the moment and see what do I need now, right? And how can I get that need met in a healthy way? so when i do this work with my clients it really is about identifying when those obstacles are showing up and we all we all feel frustration we all feel you know it might be anger irritation whatever it may be when those needs aren't getting mad of ours those are the kind of emotions that flood to the surface and so we'll recognize that discomfort we'll recognize that sadness that grief that anger that frustration but what it's important to also recognize is What is the need that isn't getting met and what is the obstacle? What is preventing that need from getting met? And this is where we get into how can we take care of ourselves when our needs can't get met. I've become a mother recently. My daughter's going to be two in January and it's been a wild ride. It's been a wild ride and it's been so illuminating, especially when it comes to needs because my needs don't go away. Our needs don't go away. We'll always have them and they'll always be important for us to function at our highest capacity. Like if the car is almost on empty, it can't go as far as if the tank is full. And it's the same with us. Having all those four core needs met is what fills our tank. It allows us to go further, faster. It allows us to thrive. However, like I said, there are obstacles that come up in our lives that are unavoidable that prevent those needs from always getting met. So what do we do? What do we do? Our needs still need to be met we still need to show up in our lives and this is where I had to do a lot of work to identify how I can take care of myself when those needs aren't getting met right so the first step is to acknowledge that our needs are not getting met and to adjust our expectations right like I said the car cannot go as far if the gas tank is almost empty so if our needs aren't getting met, we need to acknowledge, okay, my tank is almost empty right now. I need to slow down. I need to be gentle with myself. I cannot do this thing in this moment. I don't have the I don't have the the, the fuel. Right? Our needs being met gives us fuel to live our lives. And so expect shift those expectations so that you're not trying to push yourself further than you can. Okay? That's number 1. Number two is to ask yourself, how can I take care of myself right now? Because as I mentioned, we have four main needs and it's very, very unlikely. I've never seen it. It's very, very unlikely that all four of those needs are impossible to meet at the same time. No matter the people, the circumstances, the behaviors, the beliefs, there's always some need that we can get met in any particular moment so for me if i need rest and i'm just not able to get it because i'm a caretaker i can close my eyes and have a moment of sensory rest i might not be able to sleep and get eight hours of sleep but if i need to every few minutes every 10 minutes every 15 minutes close my eyes tune out the world have some sensory rest that's something within my control and that's still giving myself a little bit of fuel I could eat something, if I haven't eaten, I can hydrate myself, if I'm dehydrated, there's all these different things that simple, small, effective, I can just spend some time breathing and connecting to my body. There are other needs that we can meet in any particular moment that's within our control. So the second step after we've adjusted our expectations and like, okay, we got to slow down, we got to be gentle with ourselves. And I don't know about you, but the full moon energy this week has been wild right and so okay adjust the expectations it's not gonna how is it gonna look realistically what can I do to take care of myself despite what's happening right what's another need that I can focus on do I need to reach out for support and get connection do I need a perspective shift do I need to journal like what is it that I can do because if this one need that I'm not getting met isn't being met And then the third part about this is to identify the obstacle and ask yourself a couple questions. Once you've identified, okay, it's the person that's preventing me from, my needs aren't able to get met because this person needs me or this person isn't able to reciprocate and meet these needs that I have or that I want in this relationship or you identify that okay the circumstances this is what they are and i'm accepting that and i'm honoring that okay my needs can't get met in this way is this a pattern is this a ongoing thing is this a recurring thing or is this a temporary thing because the action that we take is going to depend on whether you know let's use a relationship for an example i'm happily married i love my husband very very much And there are a lot of times when, especially after having a child, there's these moments of disconnection. There's these moments where we're both so out of it, our fuel tanks are low for both of us, and it's difficult for us to connect. But connection is a need that we both have. So recognizing this, asking myself, okay, if my husband's going through something right now and can't get my need of connection met, is this an ongoing, is this the norm? Is this always the case? Or is this a moment? And again, it's about that perspective shift. It's about shifting your mind to align with reality because that's when we surrender. That's when we accept what is objectively. It's like, no, this is a moment. He's having a hard time, okay. I'm gonna have to go, come back. We can talk about it after. That's very different than this is always how it is. This need is never getting met. That's a whole other conversation, right? So it's important to recognize, is it a moment that I need to move through or is it this needs to change period because this is an ongoing thing this is a recurring thing this isn't working for me even in the case of being a mother and having a child and needing my needs to get met i get to walls i hit walls and i say okay enough this has been going on for a week i haven't taken care of myself in a week i mean i'm better about it now and i say to my husband look i need a day i need a me day i need me time right and i set that that boundary because it's not just okay i'm getting through this moment it's like this has been happening for a while and i need to refill myself i need to restore myself right what are the things that i need to do to get those needs met okay remember moments this too shall pass is a beautiful saying spiritual saying moments are moments moments are experiences When we don't know how to process our emotions, we tend to prolong moments in our minds, right? There's that saying, I I believe it was Rumi said, we suffer more in our imagination than in reality. We're still living an experience mentally or physically with our bodies that has long since passed and we're not able to experience the present moment. So it's really, really important that we bring in that mindfulness piece and we assess, okay, is this just a moment? And can it? Can I just allow it to be a moment and move forward? Or is this a state of my life? And if that's the case, then something needs to change because my needs are important. So that is the first question you ask yourself. You identify the need and you say, okay, is this a moment? Or is this a state that needs to change? And then the second thing that you do is, what do I need in order to take that action? Do I need to, like I said, ask my husband and say, or not ask? <laughs> Not ask, let my husband know, I need a me day, I need time, I need support, I need you to take over. Or do I need to call somebody? Do I need to get a mentor? Do I need to, you know, find an activity that I love, that brings me joy, that allows me to exercise my freedom and play, right? Is there something that I can do? And there always is something we can do. Secret, secret, there's always something that we can do there's always something that we can do, and that is the beauty of this emotional resilience practice is because we understand the control that we have over our lives because we're focused on the areas where we have power, where we can use our personal power, and we're not giving our energy away to things that we have very little control over, right? This isn't about saying, oh, this person is not allowing me, this person is preventing me from getting my needs met, so I need to make them meet my needs. No. This is about us taking responsibility for getting our needs met and saying, okay, if this person can't meet my needs, A, is it just a moment or is it a long-term thing? Is it a state? And B, okay, how else can I get this need met? This person is one of eight billion. This person is not the only person in my life. Okay. And so where else, what other sources? can I go to, can I turn to, to get this need met? And in doing that, we reclaim our power. We are responsible for refilling our gas tank. We're not waiting for someone to come along and refuel us. We are doing it. We are taking that initiative. And we're being gentle with ourselves in the process because we know that we're in a state of not having the energy that we would otherwise have and so being compassionate towards ourselves. I had a client who would always say to me, you know, I mean, there's a lot of story around this, but that, you know, when her, her space was a mess, she would just feel like awful, so much shame would come up, so much guilt would come up, because there's this idea that you should be cleaning this space, and you absolutely should. However, what I helped her to see is that these emotions are acute, that you're low on fuel right now. That your needs aren't getting met right now and so no subconsciously you're not gonna prioritize cleaning this space right but can you slowly and gently say okay let me clean this piece of the space and maybe doing that will give you just enough boost of energy to clean the next piece of the space and the next piece of the space and before you know it the space is clean you feel better you've taken action you've taken care of yourself so It's really remembering that we need to have compassion for ourselves all throughout this process. This isn't, oh, my needs aren't getting met and I need... This isn't about beating ourselves up. This isn't about blaming anyone. This isn't about fault-finding. It's about awareness. It's about understanding why this frustration is showing up, why this irritation is showing up, that it's not for no reason, right? And getting to the root of it, because we often misinterpret why we're feeling the way we're feeling. So how can I, how can I embrace this moment for what it is? How can I get the information that's trying to come through? These are the ways that we do it. We shift our expectation. We notice it. We accept what's happening. We shift our attention. What can I focus on? What's within my control? What's another need that I can get met right now? And then we assess. Is this a moment that I need to get through and be patient with? Or is this a state that's been ongoing that needs to change? And then what can I do to change it? What kind of support do I need to change it? Where can I turn to? Who can I turn to, right? These are all questions. I posted a tweet a while ago that if you can't find the answer, find the questions. And asking myself questions, being more curious Wanting to just explore, you know, and understand is so much more productive energy-wise. It's so much more efficient than getting frustrated that we don't have an answer, needing an answer, right? What is that about? Get curious. Assess what's going on within you. This is all about us being more at home in ourselves. That's all this is about. Right? So how can we do that slowly, gently? And these are some steps that I want you to apply in your life, right? If you notice that frustration coming up, if you notice that these needs aren't getting met, what can I do about this? Rewatch this video. Download the podcast notes. It's simple, simple actions that lead to the profound results, but it's the simple actions with intention that produce the results that we want and it's about understanding that you're human and it's okay right and using this knowledge is one thing hearing this knowledge consuming this knowledge but it's about application it's about applying it in your life that is when you will see the shifts that is when you will see the results that is when you will feel the results that is when you will feel the peace So go to the description, download the podcast notes, do the activities, download the core needs wheel that I've created for you. It's gonna save you a lot of guesswork. It's gonna give you the questions that are gonna help you uncover what's really going on and make you feel more in alignment, more at peace, and more in control of your life. Because you have more control than you realize. You really, really do, okay? So thank you for joining me for part two. I look forward to next week's podcast. And I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.